Welcome to Empire Radio with PJ Braun and Aaron Sengerman. Welcome to the Supreme Authority. And we're back, PJ. It's been like, uh, what, a few weeks now? We've been very irregular with uh, Iron Empire Radio, but I'm happy to announce we're back, hopefully on a more regular schedule. PJ? Yeah, we're going to do what we can. We're, we're, we apologize for that. Uh, life's been a little bit crazy for the Bronster, and obviously the holidays and everything else. Adding up to it, we have not uh, been on point with the radio show, but we're going to be a lot more consistent now. You know, I started out telling people when they would email me or write me on Facebook, they're like, where's the show? Where's the show? I would tell them, you know, ah, we're going to try to do it on this day or we're going to try to do it on this day. And I kept being, you know, being proven wrong. So now I just tell them, they're like, um, when will be the next show? And I'm like, it's a surprise. Like, it's a surprise. <laughs> it's a surprise. Look forward that's to it. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah, that's smart. I like I like that guy that uh, said that he was going to make his girlfriend listen to every single radio show on their eight-hour drive that they were doing. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, I'm looking right now to see his name because I want to give him a shout out for for saying that. Yeah, on, on Twitter, on Twitter, he he actually said he was going to make her listen to every single episode. I like that. He's forcing her to listen to. Uh, so that's good. Uh, let's see. I got his, his screen name is oh, it's Omar Hurtado. So Omar, Omar he deserves Omar. a shout out. Definitely. Yeah, he does. He does. Um, you know, that's a that's an interesting thing that we could do, PJ. We used to do shout outs on Off Topic Radio. If you want a shout out from PJ or I. You can hit us up on Twitter, and you can request a shout-out on the next show. I don't want to say next week's show, because there's no guarantee it'll be next week. But eventually, we'll get to it. So write us. Uh, it's Braun Fitness, at Braun Fitness, or at Aaron Singerman, and request a shout-out. And either I or PJ will uh, give you a shout-out on next show, whenever that may be. Yes. Good idea, right? It's a great idea. See, we don't do any preparation for this show. This is the exact opposite of like Access Bayou Building when I'm preparing for it all week. This is the exact opposite. We just come up, we do the show, and as we do it, we come up with amazing ideas. It's incredible that you prepare for Access Bodybuilding all week, yet this show without preparation is better than Access Bodybuilding. Oh. <laughs> it's different. It's, di- it's different. It's not, it's not better or worse. It's different. If, if only I had a sound guy to give me a little drum roll after that. Yeah, one. you'd love that. That's yeah. great comedic timing, don't I? I can actually edit that in if you like. Should I put a drum roll in there for you? Maybe we should make that a part of the show. Like we'll look, look regular little drum rolls. Yeah, you know, the problem with that is that that will require a lot more editing, like, after the show work for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, leave it out, leave it out, leave it I, out. Okay, no finding drum roll. Finding the music is enough work as it is. I know. You don't even like to do that, so, you know. <clears throat> well, PJ, um, I guess we should get started just uh, since we haven't done a show in so long. Kind of getting an updated uh, what's going on with you and me, you know. On I've, you know, I'm on a bunch of radio shows with Dave, and then Access Bodybuilding. This week, I did an interview with Keith Allen on uh, what is it? Um, I'm, he's going to New World Muscle. Is that it? New World Muscle. That's his site. Uh, you did a, you did an interview with Keith the previous week. Yes, on uh, Gynecomastia. Yeah, I listened to it. Uh, I was impressed. It was very. Uh, it was educational, informative. I was expecting like some funny, like funny business, and instead, it was like literally purely. I felt like I was almost listening to Superhuman Radio with you and Carl. Yeah, it's funny that that happens often. With whenever I'm serious, people afterwards are always like, "Oh, it's weird. Like you were so serious and you sounded really intelligent." I'm like, "Man, do I really sound like a fucking asshole when I'm not being serious?" <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, kind of. Maybe I have to put, put a little bit of thought into this from now on. Yeah, yeah a little preparation maybe. <laughs> maybe I should do a little preparation, you're right. I don't know how you could that would work for this show. You'd probably come off sounding mm-hmm. like an asshole on this show if you did a lot of preparation for it. Yeah, they'd be like, what's wrong with him? Like you could like write your stories in advance and like <laughs> practice to like, Amber or to the mirror, like telling your stories. <laughs> Just read them off. Yeah, read them off. Yeah, read them off. That would be great. That would be great. Here's a a, a passage from something that I wrote this week for the show. (laughs) And I could play like Masterpiece Theater in the background for the beginning of the the, uh, passage. Speaking of of passage, uh, I actually wasn't going to talk about this on the radio. I feel feel this is worthy of of our show. Um, The word passage just just actually triggered this in my head. So for, for Christmas... I went to stay with Amber's family right. uh, in, in New Mexico. A 13-hour drive is ridiculous, but that's not the story that I want to tell you. We stay in the guest bedroom, and you know I have a ferocious appetite for sex. And uh, <laughs> it, we, had slept, we had slept in, and we woke up, and we started having sex. It was probably like 9, 30, 10 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, her parents' house is fairly big. It's like a four-bedroom. So, you know, they're way out, you know, in the living area or whatever. They're not worried about what we're doing. You know, they're not going to disturb us. But Amber has a nine-year-old daughter. Oh, um, no. Before, before we go to bed, obviously, I'm smart enough to lock the door. So nobody can come in. Uh, so anyway, we're, we're in, the, in the middle of the act. Uh, we're fornicating. And I'm almost done. I'm like 30, 45 seconds from climax. When all of a sudden I hear a knock at the door, and I hear mommy, and uh, we both stop and we're like shocked. And I'm starting to like kind of like get you know off of her and stuff. And she's just like shh, like telling me to like not move or whatever. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, I wanted to read you something from my book. And she's like, okay, mommy's getting up. You know, just I'll be out in a few minutes. And instead, and, and she was really like you know, caught up into, she just, she didn't want me to, she wanted me to finish. And she's like, she's like, finish, you know, finish. And it, 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 I wanted to finish, but the daughter proceeded to read. Oh, through the door? Five minutes <laughs> through the door. She her story. And I hear this little cute nine-year-old voice reading, and I'm like, it's fucking me up because I'm like banging her mom. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's horrible. And I'm like starting to lose it a little bit. I'm like, ah, I'm like, I don't know what to do. And it wound up taking me like at least 10, 15 more minutes. I was like, I can't, I'm, I can't. She's like, no, 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 I'm going to finish. I'm like, ah, hearing her out there just really fucking threw me off, you know? <laughs> but I actually talked it out for a while. I did complete my task. You know, I'm, I'm a hard worker. I always like to complete it. You don't like to quit. You definitely don't like to quit. I don't like to quit. There's no quit in Vaughn Fitness. But it was very awkward. And uh, that's something that I'm going to have to um, adjust to now in this new lifestyle. That, I have. that actually, um, yeah, of course, you definitely will. Um You'll have to speed the whole process up. When you get a few minutes, you need to take advantage. Two minutes max, bam. Yeah, when she's at school, I think it's probably there. You go. It won't be an ideal sex time, but she works. Uh, you know, and working pretty much nine to five. So yeah, actually, PJ, this whole thing brings up another uh, PJ Braun sex story about the text message you got from your current landlord at, at, at in Hades or the little apartment you're currently at. <laughs> yes, that was hilarious. I actually did not receive that text, uh, Amber received the text since it's her place. She was probably mortified uh, by that text. And I, I sent you the, uh, the screen cap of it, did I not? Yes, you did. Uh, I, I was actually, I was like, you need to send me that immediately. 
Um, she's like, oh, my God, what am I supposed to do? And she sends me uh, a copy of the text message from the landlord that said, I've been getting complaints of loud sex noises coming from your apartment. Please keep it down. Thank you. I was like, that is amazing. I'm like, please send that to me right now. She's like, what am I supposed to say? And I was like, just tell me we'll be out the first, and the people are just going to have to deal with it until then. Wow. Uh, the guy actually came and knocked on our door after we had uh, finished. And she didn't know what to do. She didn't want to answer the door. Uh, and and he, the guy came in, and I was in the other rooms. But uh, he was like, you know, is everything okay? We're getting complaints, whatever. And she was like, yeah, I, I don't know. I was just talking on the phone. With, I'm, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing work and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And, uh, you know, then the guy left. And it was kind of funny. A little while later, she and I were in the lobby, and the guy, the landlord, was there. And he saw me with her. And he made a face, like, as if to say, oh, like, there's the culprit right there. <laughs> he knew, you know, he knew. Like, once he saw the size differential between her and me, <laughs> you know, he knew, he understood why there was all those, you, those, those noises. You should have just walked, when, when she was saying that, you should have just walked out in, your, uh, in, like, your shorts and no shirt and just walked out and be like, hey. I had no shirt on. I actually <laughs> did have no shirt on. Because, uh. I don't know. For just some reason, I had no shirt on. I don't have a good explanation for why I didn't have a shirt on. Um, what did you? Uh, so we know you went out there for for Christmas. Um, how do you like uh, California? I hate uh, L.A. I hate Hollywood. I, I actually um, despise Hollywood. I think it's the worst place I've ever been in my life. Everything takes so long here to do. Uh, everyone is annoying and like needs to get punched in the face. Everybody's so slow. Um, the traffic is just atrocious, but I'm out of here as of tomorrow. Thank God. You're moving to a house. I am moving to a condo in beautiful San Clemente. Very, very quiet, nice area, traffic free. There's a totally right by my house, a donut shop, a cute little donut shop, Humphrey's sandwich place that I ate at the other day. That was very nice. Very quaint, little cute area. Well, you know, I, you told me how bad your apartment was. And I, I believed you that it was bad, but you did me the favor of uh, videoing the apartment, you know, pre-cleaning or anything. So it's like in the condition that it was in at that moment. And you videoed it with your iPhone and put it on my YouTube channel. And uh, people could see that at, at YouTube.com backslash Aaron Singerman. And it's uh, PJ Braun in Hades, I think is what we titled the uh, the video. It's so funny. Not to cut you off. I literally, this is so weird. Just got a text from another one of my friends saying, holy shit, just saw that video of where you live in Hollywood last <laughs> It's already got It's already got over 200 views, and I just put it up. We just put it up recently, so probably all your friends are now seeing it and, and uh, are horrified for you. My mother has been asking for pictures and stuff of this. Oh, she's going to love that. I, 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 I haven't wanted to show her. I feel like you, you were <laughs> resistant to doing this until you realized you were moving uh, out of this place in a day. Now that I'm moving, I wasn't, I'm not afraid to show it anymore. But I told my mom, um, I was like, listen, if you, if you want to get a good idea of it, I'm like, you've seen, like, Boys in the Hood or, like, Menace to Society, um, you know, Friday. Like, just take, take any of those movies. That, that's where I live. Right it's now. only like that, but just not as nice. Yeah, it's just not quite as nice. <laughs> I went back to uh, Houston for, uh, not for Christmas, obviously, for Hanukkah. I hadn't seen my folks in, um, in like, three months. And for me, that's a, a really, really long time. So it was actually nice to go back to Houston. It was crazy that, you know, we left Tampa. I actually left the day before Darielle. She left the next day. Um, when I left 
Tampa, it was 85 degrees. When I arrived there, it was 40. It was such a shock. Wow. You know, I know you're probably, well, now now it's hot in California, but I'm sure it's colder yeah. in Connecticut. But the difference between Tampa and Houston, which really aren't that, that far away in temperature, it was it was pretty uh, shocking, especially well, for cold, Darielle. Uh, for Houston. That's cold for Houston. Yeah, yeah. How was Darielle with the cold? Amber, Amber cannot handle the cold. Darielle's Anything like under, Amber. Out of, out of her jurisdiction. Darielle is the only person in my life that I've met who will sh- be shivering at like 70 degrees. Absolutely. Amber's like that too. Yeah. Like we're in the house. I'm completely naked except for my socks. And she's got like a jacket, sweatpants, sweatshirt on. She's like, it's cold. Can you turn the fan off? I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know, and, and, and I, I got to admit, I'm probably like a little uh, insensitive when it comes to this because I'm like, how can you be freezing it, the, the thermostat says 70 degrees how can it doesn't make sense i'm like you have to put on a sweatshirt i can't i can't turn on the heat it's 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 yeah i know and degrees. i'm like you know i think that she's like very attractive and i want to see her like naked and stuff and instead i have to see her in like an eskimo outfit <laughs> you got it you got to get exactly, her in a, in a it's sauna it's not exactly the sexiest thing you know i'm not getting like sexy frederick's of hollywood lingerie i'm getting like like you know ski hat you know like moon boots you know she's got gloves on I, I don't know how either one of these girls could ever live, you know, like, you know, we, you and you and her were talking about her moving to Connecticut originally. And Darielle and I were considering moving to New York before I moved, ended up moving to Tampa. I don't know how Darielle would have dealt with New York. And I can't imagine how Amber would have dealt with Connecticut. She wouldn't be able to handle the cold. Although I do think we should all move to New York. That would be awesome. <laughs> I, you know, the cost of living here is that's one of the things that people don't realize what, what you can get here. Because I looked, you know, we were in the process, you know, Dave and I were talking about it and trying to figure out how I could possibly move to New York at one point in time. And um, I was looking at the, the places that were available near Dave's house or near the TV studio and like in that vicinity. And uh, he lives in, in Seaford, New York, which is in Long, yeah. I- like Long Island area. Long Island is expensive, though. Yeah. And I was looking around there and holy shit, like for two grand a month. You get like, because I needed, I need, we needed two bedroom. You know, I have a dogs and I yeah. need like a backyard mm-hmm. of some sort. So something that has a backyard that's fenced, even if it's small, and it's two bedrooms, even if it's small, even if it only has one bedroom, we're looking at like two grand shithole. Uh, yeah, Long Island is very expensive, but uh, all you know, Manhattan, big cities like that, also. But you can get nicer, you know, really good deals, a little bit more upstate, like towards Connecticut where I live. Uh, you know that you could shoot into where Dave lives in an hour or so, no problem. You know, I have a lot of friends that live up by me or lived where I did live uh, that worked in Long Island and would drive to Long Island in the morning, you know, about an hour and 15 minute drive for them. But they could have, like, a nice house uh, up where I live versus where they'd be living in a fucking, you know, Star Isaac shitty little, like, studio, like, you know, or small little place. Just just to interrupt, this is interesting. You'll like this. Somebody on Twitter said something like, Twittered me something like "fuck" something, and then tagged Isaac Hines in it and said, "Sorry, Isaac." In That's Twitter. awesome. Yeah, and, and Isaac, Isaac to it? Yeah, no, Isaac. No, Isaac uh, text messaged me. He's like, "What does this mean?" Sorry, Isaac. Why? I don't even know this guy. And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, you'll have to figure it out on your own." <laughs> and he's like, "He's like, he's like, what the fuck?" I was like, "Sorry." Uh, that said, is so funny. He's listening to the show. No, no, he listened to the first one. I don't want to hear any other you- ones. You you should send him the link to the show where where Sorry Isaac started. Uh, I think it was the second one because he criticized that was his biggest criticism of the first show. Is that oh yes, you're right. It was the second show. That was when it started. Yeah, because he he uh, he emailed me or he called me. And he was like, the "Show's pretty good." There's way too much cursing. 
He's like way wow. too many, no, he said way I mean, too many f bombs. He's like that was unnecessary. I would love it if he would listen to us and 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 know why uh, we are saying sorry. But we are still sorry for swearing. I think in case you do listen to this, we try not to. We try. We do our best. It's hard. It's hard we to uh, avoid it. And sometimes even 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 the best we forget. You know. So exactly. Um, anyway, so uh, oh, this is cool. So you know, I built up all these frequent flyer miles that Dave. <laughs> Dave and Jeff, the producer, were talking about this on this week's Heavy Muscle Radio. They're like, because Dave mentioned that that I am a, uh, I'm gold now, which is even better. I'm a Continental Gold uh, Premium Access or uh, the, the Frequent Wire Mile program that they have over there. Um, it starts with I think silver and then no, it's I don't remember. There's something and then silver, then gold, and then platinum or whatever. I'm not platinum yet, but once you get over, I think it's fifty thousand miles for a year. You get mm-hmm. um, you get the gold, and I've been at, I've been at okay. silver for a while. But anyway, regardless of that, basically what it allows me to do is I skip the security line, so I never wait in security lines. Oh, that's uh, awesome! Yeah, very nice, and I don't ever have to pay for it. You're like a, you're you're like a high roller now. Yeah, and, and the you're reason boss. you're a boss now, basically. right? And so the exactly. So the reason, uh, first of all, that was it's always a trip to cut in front of us because when the line is long. You know, their lines. People hate getting cut, too. Ooh. People hate being cut. Yeah, so, like, last time. For I me, hate it, too. For Christmas. I don't care if you're JV. If you're cutting me a line, I'm going to do that about it. <laughs> for Christmas, the line was so not long. Cut, not, 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 not to cut you off, just want to let you know, just got another text message from a number that I, I do not recognize. It's the 754 area code that said, hope everything is going well. Saw that video. <laughs> Saw that video. Hope you're okay. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so funny. Um, I'm trying to see if I can pull it up and see how many views we got right now. I'll look in a minute. Anyway, so for Christmas, you know, I'm going back to Houston and, um, and the line for the, I fly continental, always continental. And that, that's how I got so many miles is I always request when Dave buys me a ticket to go somewhere, I say, if, as long as the continental ticket, and I have flown all the other airlines at least once or twice, or sometimes many times I've flown American airlines a bunch of times, hate American airlines, but, um, as long as the prices are similar or close, Dave will usually buy me the Continental one because he knows I use the miles. Um, and because I've done that on almost every trip, including the India trip, which was the biggest amount of miles in one trip, um, I built up a lot. So I, I was on Christmas, I was skipping the line, and the line was, I mean, it probably would have been an hour wait. I mean, it was so long. That's the best time to be able to skip the line. So it just so happens that there was nobody in, in the Premier line. So it, it looked like I was just like, I walked up and I showed the woman on the side for the premier line, my thing. And she's like, okay. And I went straight through. Nobody's another line with me. So it looks like, you know, like with the, like, like I'm almost like a handicapped person or something like, so I'm walking up and I can hear people be like, motherfucker, who's this motherfucker? You know, like I can hear them being like, you know, whatever. Yeah. And when I get up to the front and they, they're like, they stop the person that was next in line from the regular line and like, hold on. And they like pull me through, <laughs> through the line. And I can hear the people like grumbling behind me. Um, and, it, and it was, I got to admit, it was pretty awesome. I can also get on the planes first, which is nice. And I can get off the planes first. Um, I like that. And now, now what about like where you're actually sitting on the plane? Okay. So that's the good part. Okay. I okay. had seen that something very rare was happening on this flight back to Houston. Most flights um, that are, that are short duration, like this flight is only like a thousand miles. It's like a, Less than a two-hour flight, like an hour and 45 minutes. So on flights that short, generally you have a, a 747 or um, something like that, you know, around that size plane. Occasionally you have a, a 757 or something or a 767, but it's pretty rare. 
And you almost never have the new updated ones because those are for longer flights like to New York or international flights. That's the, the first planes they update. But what they're doing on Continental is they're updating all the first class to beds where the, you have a seat that turns literally all the way lays flat into a bed and you have your own little unit at your own TV and you have a, a huge selection of movies and everything. And I first saw that on the way to India and I was like, one of these days I'm going to get that fucking bed, you know? And, uh, <laughs> and so when I booked my ticket, you're motivated. Houston, yeah. When I booked my ticket to Houston, every time I booked a ticket since then, I've looked to see if that's a flight that has beds, if it's even available. And almost, this is the first time that I've ever been on a flight that had beds that I could do. So I'm like, Oh shit, it's got beds. And I look on the way back, no beds. I'm like, okay. So I have an opportunity to get the beds on the way to Houston. So I, I went on the website and I used my frequent flyer miles and I was able to cash in 25,000 frequent flyer miles. And I got the beds on the way there. That's awesome. And it was fucking, I, I videoed it. It's on my YouTube page. I, uh, I actually, I look at that. yeah, I threw out it because you know what people, I, I had a few people email me and be like, dude, you're trying to brag. And I was kind to, um, I was actually you're like, like, yeah, I am assholes. I am. <laughs> you're not sitting in first class and I am. It, it's my first time. And I got there on frequent fire miles. Come on. You know? Um, yeah. Plus it costs a lot of money to, if you want to fly first class, it's I, like a ridiculous amount more money. Um, I gotta tell you, um, after sitting in there is the, first of all, I fly, you know, I fly a lot. This is the yeah, first fly. flight I've ever flown on in my entire life that when it was over and we pulled up, I was like, fuck, I wish it was longer. Like I was actually like not happy to get off the plane. Wow. Your first, so you're telling me, <laughs> hold on a minute. You're telling me that first class is so good that you actually preferred being on the plane to being on the ground. I could have went another. I could have went another two hours and been okay. Yeah. Wow, really? That is amazing. Yeah. the uh, The seats are extremely comfortable. You have your own little unit. So even though I had a guy next to me, we were like separated by like a little wall, like a little partition. You know what I mean? I had my own little tele- television. It was like it's I don't know, maybe twenty inch television or something like that. You have a selection of hundreds of movies, all the most recent movies free. You have unlimited uh, alcohol and drinks. And, and I took full advantage of that. It's free? Um, the alcohol is free? Totally free. I was like, give me um, wow. I'm like, give me a double vodka neat. That's what I drink, neat, which means just straight. I tell them, give me a double vodka neat. And they were like, brought it out. And I was like, okay, I drank it. And I was like, I'll have another one. And they brought it out. And I'm like, wow. This is, they just, and they kept refilling my wine glass. How, I got, much, how, much did, how much did you drink? I, I had, know you. I had six. I had, I had uh, well, f- three vodkas and then some wine. So I had six little bottles how, of How wine. long was your flight? An hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you got to really take full advantage of this, PJ. You made the most of it. Yeah, I made them. I actually scheduled my flight later so I wouldn't feel like, like a drunk, pathetic loser flying at like 11 in the morning drinking like that. I purposely chose the 6 p.m. flight for that for that exact reason. Um, and then, um, they bring out food and I got a cheese plate with like little pepperonis and all these little different types of oh, meat. That's awesome. I love cheese. Um, it was really, I mean, I gotta tell you, it was very comfortable. It was, I saw, uh, Cowboys and Aliens, which is actually a very good movie. Surprisingly. I'm, I am surprised. Actually. I couldn't believe it. John Favreau directed it, you know, who did Iron Man and, and I like, I like John Favreau and Elf and a bunch of other good movies, you know, swingers. So like when I saw that, I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot. I mean, it's free. So what the fuck? Right. So I, oh, sorry, Isaac. So I watched it and uh, I was like, wow, this is great. And I, I mean, I gotta be honest, I had a good time. And, and when I got off the plane, I was like, let's just see, you know, maybe this is actually worth it. Maybe if I'm going to buy my own ticket sometime and I don't pay, pay my own way 
very often. Maybe it'll be worth it to do this every once in a while, just to fly one way first class, you know, like whichever way, you know, maybe home or something sometime. And so that ticket would have cost me normal price was 200 bucks. That's for one way to Houston, to Tampa at that time when I was getting off the plane, if I wanted to fly back that same way, it would be 980 bucks. So, so the, the ticket price is about five times more. Um, and I got to tell you that after seeing that PJ, I was almost like, I almost wished I never flew (laughs) first class in the bed at all, because now I'm like, Oh, I feel like anything less is like, is disappointing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I sat in first class once uh, a couple of years ago. I think you told um, me about this. I forget what airline I was on. I think it was Delta. You got upgraded, right? Uh, yeah, but it, I got to be honest with you, it really wasn't that great. No, it was bigger normal. Seat, bigger seat, a little bit more leg room. They didn't give me anything special. It wasn't like what you're talking about right now. No, it's a big, big difference. It's, I mean, the... the the bed, it, the chair, it's like a normal chair, but you have considerably more leg room and you have an ottoman like in front of you, like that's attached to the wall and under your television. So you have like a place you could rest your feet if you're just sitting normally. And then it will lean back into a recliner. And then if you hit it again, you can lean back into almost laying down position where you could still read or something. One more hit of the button and you're flat laying straight down, flat down. Yes. Um, but yeah, I was very impressed. I mean, uh, it uh, puts it this way. When I get another 25,000 miles, I know exactly what I'm spending it on. All right. Yeah. So. I, I need to do that, but if I fly all the time, I don't even take advantage of it. I'm such an idiot. Neither. So that, that's the, that, was the, that, was the, that was the point of the story. Dave Plumbo and uh, Jeff, the producer, Jeff was all indignant because Dave has never got to ride first class and he doesn't get to skip the lines, even though Dave flies um, actually quite a, quite a bit more than me. I think Dave – I flew 24 times last year. I think Dave flew – a good six or seven times more than that, even. Um, yeah, I'm sure Dave flew a lot. Yeah, and but but even more so, Dave's flown like that for many years. Um, mm-hmm. So, like you would think he'd be in like the the, the millionaires' club as far as miles goes, um, but he's flown on all different airlines, and he always gets the cheapest ticket. It doesn't matter what airline, and he never signs up for the frequent flyer programs. So uh, Dave has been missing the boat this whole time, and uh, you know Dave fessed up to it. He admitted that. Uh, because, you know, Jeff was all upset that, that uh-huh. Dave wasn't getting, you know, uh, getting the treatment that he should be getting, considering he's the one. Yeah. He's also the one paying for my tickets, honestly. So, you know, if he could be taking my freaking flyer miles, he absolutely would. But when it's purchased in the name of that person, and I found this out because I wanted to take Darielle's miles because she doesn't have one. Or she didn't until till this happened. Um, to India, I wanted her miles to India because she flew Continental. You can't take somebody else's miles, even if they're flying with you, even if they don't have an account. It doesn't matter. It has to be under the person's name. Um, completely off the subject again. Yeah, yeah. I just the fact that we've talked about this already, and I keep seeing more funny things about it. Um, I guess I, uh, I have to give you the kudos for making me make this video. But uh, I'm looking at my Facebook, and a girl posted uh, under the video of my apartment saying, now that, in capital letters, is love, with an explanation point. You are a wonderful person, TJ, for you to move clear across the country to deal with her no matter what you have to put up with is amazing. And then another girl underneath it put, I agree with her. Wow, you're getting, see, PJ, uh, you know, if you were single, you'd be thanking me. I would be, I would be. You, this is the kind you, of thing, uh, this, is, this is what you usually do with the pictures. PJ, you're, i got to credit you. You're the one that told me always put get pictures of yourself with animals and babies for your uh, Facebook page because girls love it. Yes. 
I, I will, I would like uh, everyone to know that I did actually, in fact, this is not a joke, tell you at one point, yep. well, much before Darielle, so everybody knows, yes. that you need to start taking pictures of yourself with babies and puppies if you want to start having sex with more girls. And uh, I, uh, I'm not necessarily proud that I told you to do that, but you will testify that it is, it is actually does work. It, I mean, it, it worked for me. That's for sure. You know who does that more than anybody? Now that I'm thinking about like who puts pictures of the dogs and stuff, uh, your friend or my, my friend Mike O'Hearn has always got his. Yeah, dogs. Mike O'Hearn always has pictures of his dog. He's very smart uh, man. Very I'm smart not. Man. I'm not sure who, who he's trying to attract with it though. That's the thing. But uh, you you are correct. He actually posts more pictures of his dog than anybody I think I've ever seen. He loves his dog. His dog's, I even know the dog's name because I see so much. Striker, I know the dog's name too because he posts so many pictures of the dog. You're right. He he actually takes his dog everywhere he goes. It's unbelievable. Yes. And he gets the dog he's like, in. He's like, here's Striker and I at a football game. And now Striker and I are buying groceries. And here's Striker and I are at the movie theater. Here's Striker watching me take a shit. Uh, now I am actually walking Striker, which is like a normal picture that somebody would post. <laughs> um, but yeah, he encouraged me to try to take Striker to my gym in the mornings. The problem is, like, I actually think because my gym is so cool and the owners at Powerhouse Downtown, uh, Matt and them are, are so cool, they would probably let me do that if it were like really early in the morning. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I maybe. think you should start start a competitive thing with Michael Hearn and start taking pictures of you with Rasteem all over the place and see which dog becomes more popular. Rasteem is pretty unbelievable. I don't think. I mean, I feel like Rasteem Striker is a cute dog, but I feel like Rasteem is a lot more um, just a, a more impressive looking dog. Well, he's much bigger. Actually, Mike Mike was telling me that 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 Rasteem is the biggest husky he's ever seen. I mean, granted, he hasn't seen him up close in real life, but he said a ninety pound, eighty five pound husky. He's never seen one that big before, so he is very big. And Rasteem looks bigger because he's got that the long hair. Yeah, Rustim is a, is a badass dog for sure. He is. I can't wait what to get of, to meet him. Kind of dog, what kind of dog is Striker? Striker is a good looking dog. The same. He's, she is. It's a she also. So oh, she. Goes. Oh, maybe that's why she's a little woman. Maybe you should have them uh, mate. Maybe you could breed them and make money, and you can sell sell the dogs and make a few thousand dollars off each one of those puppies. Sadly, Rustim's nuts have been removed. Oh, see, that was the Jew in me thinking of how you could make money off of it. That was good. That was good. That's why I said sadly. That's why it's sad. Mm-hmm. Rustin doesn't miss him, but that would be good money making potential. <laughs> um, he's uh, when when I walk him, and maybe this is why Mike Mike. I mean, well, I'm sure Mike loves the dog also, but when I walk yeah, him around, it, he gets so much attention. It, it is absolutely unbelievable. Like when me and Darielle drove with him um, from from Houston to Tampa. Cause there was, there was a storm and stuff. So we had to stop a lot for to, to walk him mm-hmm. probably a dozen times, maybe even more than a dozen times. And every time we would walk him without fail, we would have, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 people stop their cars to ask what kind of dog he is. What's his name? Can they pet him? Can they take a picture of him? You know, it's pretty unbelievable. Well, yeah. I mean, he's an impressive dog. Um, I, I actually was hanging out with a dog earlier Nothing like Rustin at all. Yeah. I was out with a dog named uh, Bucci. Bucci. Um, who is uh, Amber's friend Chase, a.k.a. Flower. Mm. Uh, his little chihuahua, who is absolutely adorable. And he looks like the Taco Bell dog. He's hilarious. 
And if anybody actually wants to see Bucci, <laughs> funny enough, Bucci has his own Facebook page. It's B-O-O-C-H-I, last name C-H-E-N-E-Y. Hold and on. Uh, he, has, he has 46 friends, Bucci has 46 friends. I'm sure after the show he's going to have a lot more friends. Yeah, yeah. Request uh, Bucci. Request Bucci. Good idea. I want all of our listeners to request Bucci. I'm curious to see how many more friends that Bucci makes after this. But Bucci is, uh, I would guess, um, he, he can't be more than five pounds. Oh, my God. Uh, but he's, very, he's a very proud little dog. The little uh, dogs are the meanest dogs. You know that, huh? He's very friendly and happy and excited. He's, he's, and his name is Bucci. I, I know I said well, that already. Yeah, he probably, like, that's probably like why he's so happy. Bucci. Yes. If, you, if your name was Bucci, you'd be very happy as well. You'd have to be. I mean, can you imagine you, you a sad You can't Bucci? go around with a name like Bucci and not be happy and excited. <laughs> yeah, like a sad, grumpy Bucci? <laughs> no, there's no grumpy Bucci. There's only sad Bucci. Yeah, exactly. There are a lot of gay Bucci's, apparently. Uh, there are there are quite a few gay Bucci's out there, yes. I don't know if there are any straight Bucci's. Um, PJ, uh, if, if there are any straight to... Bucci's out there, uh, I would like to know them. You're coming to a... Uh... Uh, a, a good topic, and I know where you're going with this. So, before we get to uh, Gay Bucci's and whatever else goes with that, let's go to a commercial break. And PJ, since we don't really have any commercials to speak of at this point, and we would like to encourage you to contact PJ or myself if you'd like to advertise on our show. Is it irregular? It is as it is. It's still very popular. So, uh, contact PJ or myself. But until that happens, PJ, we got some music for him. So, this is uh, PJ's choice as usual. We don't know what it's going to be yet, but hopefully you like it. Be right back in two minutes.
Welcome back to Iron Empire Radio. And before the break, uh, you heard me discussing Bucci, my little uh, new friend, uh, cute little dog, and his owner, Chase, uh, a.k.a. Flower, the very fabulous and fantastic uh, gay friend of Amber's, uh, was spending some time with us today. And, you know, PJ Gone, as well as Aaron Sherman, we befriended the gays. Uh, and uh, I went to uh, L.A. Fitness. We all went to L.A. Fitness, which is a gay haven uh, here in Hollywood. Uh, both uh, Chase and I did actually get uh, lots of men's phone numbers. Amber doesn't mind that kind of stuff. Um, I actually got more uh, numbers than Chase, ironically. Um, but Hold on, hold on. I, before we, you, you got a good story here. I have to stop you for the stories. You were doing shoulder press just to tell us how gay this gym is. Last time you were there, you got a little freaked out. You were doing shoulder press and what happened? Yeah, just so everyone knows, I'm totally kidding about the gay, like the phone numbers and stuff. Uh, just sometimes people don't realize that I'm kidding. Uh, but I was doing a uh, set of shoulder presses, dumbbell shoulder presses, and um, I wasn't doing anything crazy. It was 115s. I did like a solid set of like 10 reps. It was my last set. And um, I, I dropped the dumbbells down, and this, this gentleman uh, was standing in front of me in, in like a lunging position, like a straddle slash lunging position. And he had shorts on that I would love to see my girlfriend in. Uh, but I, I didn't really want to see a man in these shorts. But he was lunging uh, towards me, and he said, wow, you're strong, when I finished my set. <laughs> um, I didn't really know what to say back to him. Um, so I said, yeah, I am fucking strong. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I didn't say <laughs> Actually, I just put the dumbbells down, and I, I ran away as fast as I could. <laughs> uh, but there's a lot of that. Hollywood, I actually will say, is the gayest place I've ever been in my life. I thought really? it was South I, I, I after the after the Raffaello, whatever his name was, uh, pedaled up to me on South Beach, and then uh, uh, Facebooked me about sucking my penis. Remember, remember that I showed you that uh, a message from. Did we talk about that on the show? Uh, we had to have talked. About I believe that. we did talk about it on the show. Yes, uh, people will be familiar with that. Um, I thought South Beach was the gayest place I've ever been, but it, actually uh, Hollywood is the uh, gayest place I've ever been in my so life. So you're saying if you're gay and you want a lot of ass, move to Hollywood. Yeah, if you're gay and you're a listener, take my advice. Go to Hollywood. You will get so much ass, and you will thank me afterwards for it. Uh, speaking of getting ass when you're gay, so Chase told me about this app that, that gay guys can get on their phone called Grinder. And this is an amazing thing. Like, you gay guys are brilliant. This is a brilliant idea. Uh, I don't know why straight people don't have something like this. Come on. You know, this, it, you know this idea wouldn't work for straight people. I don't know. I feel like if I pioneered this, I could help a lot of straight people out. I feel like I would know how to do it. it would, it's a very um, interesting app. Um, but he has an app on his phone called Grinder that will tell you where all the gay guys in your area are. And it actually goes as far as saying how far away they are from you in a matter of feet. And he actually showed me, you see this guy right here, he's actually 630 feet away from me right now, which is pretty close. So he could actually go and walk and find that guy if he wanted to, and then they could engage in whatever uh, activities gay guys do together. And that, and that is the, uh, the – that's what I asked you because I, would, I assumed you – know, I asked you to ask Chase when he was at the house – uh, yes. I assumed that this was to meet up and have sexual relations, but I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, you know, I didn't know if that was the, the actual purpose purpose, but you said, yes, in fact, that is the, yes, the of whole course. Purpose. I mean, first of all, when you're on grinder, it's called grinding. That's what you want. And you're not grinding to go to the movies. You're grinding to get some action. And these guys have it set up where they can just go on grinder, figure out who's closest, 
if you're handsome, you think I'm handsome, hey, let's get together and, and do this thing now. You know, you're only 630 feet away. I'll walk to you right now, and we'll go and have some fun. And you can see pictures of these dudes, too, so you know you get You can idea. see pictures of the faces, everything. It's, it's truly amazing. It is truly amazing. Now, obviously, you have to be registered. I mean, this is this is common sense, but it's not every gay guy. It's not like they have a gay meter. It, there's you have to be registered as a gay dude on the on the site. Yeah, you do. I'm sure you must register to be on Grinder uh, and be a registered gay. But <laughs> I'm sure a straight, a straight uh, Jewish gentleman like yourself could go on there and register and 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 talk to gay guys about. You know where how close they are to you and stuff like that. I could like play chase with them, like run away from them. <laughs> Uh, from what I understand, from what Chase was telling me, all you have to do is just put your name in there, and you can upload pictures of yourself, whatever, and then there you go. I'm on Grinder. Let's grind. Wow, that's that's scary. Um, right now, if I if I was on if I was on Grinder, that would be my pickup line. I'd be like, hey, who wants to grind? Um, now that I think about it, PJ, I might become PJ Braun and uh, see what I can. No, what kind of I no, can no. Get don't you dare! Don't you dare start a PJ Braun on Grindr. <laughs> That's all I need. I have enough things of me being gay as it is everywhere. Uh, I don't need a PJ Braun on Grinder. Although I, for whatever reason, I don't know. Call me crazy, but I, I have a strong feeling that after this radio show, within 24 to 48 hours, I probably will be on Grinder. Uh, yeah, I probably, I probably just threw you under the bus a little bit there, PJ. Yeah, you did. Thanks for that. Um, I'm uh, going to have to uh, text Dr. Sean about this because if he doesn't know about this, and he probably does because he's pretty, he's pretty hip to all the uh, the various gay uh, links. And oh, sites. He, Dr. Sean has to know about Grinder. I have a feeling he if does. He, but if we'll he doesn't, that. he's missing out. Actually, it's too bad we don't have Dr. Sean right now because I would like to know some of the sites that he talks about to share with Chase, aka Flower, and see if he is familiar with Dr. Sean's sites. Hmm. Should we call Dr. Sean? Can you get Dr. Sean on the phone right now? I don't know. I can try. You want me to try? We could try. Um, while we're on the subject of throwing throwing me under the bus, Aaron Sermon, um, Leo the Troubleseeker. Do you want to talk about Leo the Troubleseeker? Yes, of course. I you know I, I take every opportunity I can to throw you under the bus. You know that. Yeah, you do take every opportunity you can to throw me under the bus. Um, it's kind of like your forte. Okay, so let's let me let me set it up. Let me set it up, and then you can knock it down. Okay, so okay. this guy Leo Troubleseeker, he incessantly was messaging me, and he was one of these guys that I'm sure you're familiar with that will do this on Facebook. Like he does it, I would say maybe four, three or four times a week, forever. Like I mean, he's been doing it for. I mean, if you look at my message history with him, it's probably like I've never responded, and he's probably done it at least twice a week. For two years. No joke. And so finally, he, he just got me at the right time and the right mood. And he wrote me something like, want to rough me up or something. And I wrote back, no, thank you. And he was like, he was like, uh, he wrote something like, you know, oh, I'm surprised you responded. Like, uh, but like, why won't you rough me up? And I was like, I'm not into that kind of stuff. And he's like, he's like, well, so you, you were li- you were lying to him. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm too expensive for Leo Trouble. Um, so I uh, I was like, no, nah, I'm not into that kind of stuff. And he's like, he's like, well, what can I do to convince you or something like that? I was like, it's like, listen, I'm not into this kind of stuff, but I will tell you, I have a very close friend, PJ Braun, who is the best, <laughs> the best at roughing guys up in a sexual way. And uh, he was like, really? And I was like, yes, he's on Facebook. Search for PJ Braun. I have a feeling you're going to like what you see. And he he looked, I guess. He wrote back, thank you, thank you. He's like, what should I say to him? And I said, well, just tell him that I sent you. 
and uh, you take it over from here. Well, uh, uh, fortunately for the story, I actually have the exchange right in front, and I'm going oh, to read it. Nice. Um, and this now, now, just so everyone knows, now I'm not aware of Leo Troubleseeker uh, discussing things with with, uh, with Aaron, but I I, uh, <laughs> I get a a message, uh, a private message on Facebook from said Leo Troubleseeker uh, that says, "Hey man, great body." Let me ask you something quickly so I don't waste your time. I'm five foot eight, 150 pounds, tight, lean, and muscular. Do you think you'd get into roughing me up for some fun? I'm Brazilian, often in Connecticut for work. Let me know. Aaron Sears, <laughs> this is when I started. Now I'm like, at first I'm reading it, and I'm like, oh, it's just another creepy whatever. <laughs> <laughs> then we get to this part. <laughs> Aaron Singerman told me I should talk to you. And then. <laughs> He said that you'd love to rough me up. He guide me in the right direction. So I read this, and I'm like to myself, I'm like, motherfucker, Aaron, sorry, Isaac. So I'm like, I, you know, usually I ignore things like this, but since you bold him to talk to me. My, my just, name was mentioned. Since your name was mentioned, I responded with one word. I responded with no. <laughs> and then he responded back with, why did he tell me that, man? Why are you not interested? And I wouldn't respond to any of his messages. Uh, and he, he, he pestered me for a couple of days. But finally, his last message that I, I thought was kind of funny, uh, he put, won't you give me a chance, man? Your buddy told me that I should be persistent with you. <laughs> 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 and I was just like, wow. I'm like, I, I'm like this is just, I, I can't even like be like mean to the guy because I know that you are the one who is directing him to me. Uh, but just so Leo the Trouble Seeker knows, if he's listening to this show, that he is seeking trouble in the wrong place with this guy. <laughs> I was pulling the strings. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that I think was it's funny that, that you decided to do that. Uh, while we're on the subject of that, yeah, I was telling you the other day, I'm going to tell our listeners now, that uh, you know I, I frequently have men contact me about like buying my posing trunks or underwear and stuff like that. Dr. Sean, quit. Dr. Sean, I guess the Dr. Sean yeah. wanted my underwear. He really, uh, he now that legitimately, I'm out here and living he wants in California, it. I think it's more expensive. I might have to start selling things like that. Yeah. Um, but I have never sold any underwear or anything like that. But uh, a gentleman did contact me recently on uh, my, through my email saying that he was a huge fan uh, and that he would like uh, to buy dirty uh, underwear from it. Um, so I, I, I decided to just humor myself and, and respond to this guy. And now this guy was very persistent. When I would respond to his emails, he must have an iPhone or something or a Blackberry. He would respond immediately, immediately back. So he was really all about getting my underwear. Now I, I responded to him saying, I do not wear underwear for the record. So I cannot send you dirty underwear, but out of curiosity, how much money are you willing to pay for these dirty underwear? Uh, and he said, $150. And I emailed him back, I'm sorry, but that's, that's not enough money to get dirty underwear from me. I, I don't wear underwear, but I'm going to go through the trouble of buying some underwear and then getting them dirty and then sending them to you, paying the shipping fee, going to the store to buy them. I'm going to want a lot more money. Uh, and he said, well, how much money are you talking here? You know, make me, an, make me a price. So I decided who would know how much uh, underwear cost, like, you know, black market dirty underwear cost in the bodybuilding world. So I contacted you, of course. And, and, I said, and hey, of course, what, and what did I, 
I wrote back to you, why are you asking me this? <laughs> <laughs> well, I said, what's the going rate for dirty underwear in the bodybuilding world? Because I don't know. You know what? And you, you know said, what that, why you know, are you asking me? Well, you know what that reminded me of is that I have all these guys who will text me or call me and ask what they should uh, ask for for a company or for a contract yeah. or a, a publishing deal. And, and so, like, when you wrote that, I'm like, like, like I'm the expert on, on dirty underwear now. Well, um, you know, you are an expert on many things. You are Jewish, and Jewish people are good with money, so I figured you'd give me the right to that. True, true. And uh, you said, ask for $500. So I emailed him back. I said, I want $500 for my dirty underwear. And he emailed me back. I thought this was hysterical. He emailed me back saying, come on, man, we're just getting out of a recession here. <laughs> like $500 is pretty steep for some dirty underwear. I can do 200 And I said, no, that's not enough. I said, I want $500 for dirty underwear. And he emailed me back saying, how about some dirty socks? And I said, <laughs> I emailed him back, what kind of dirty socks are we talking here? And he said, dress socks, like the kind you wear, you know, like uh, to a business meeting. Why, why, I wonder why dress socks. Did you ask or you, do you have any? I actually did not ask why they, they had to be dressed socks. Because you're a bodybuilder. You don't really have a lot of occasions to wear dress socks, Exactly. I thought that was pretty interesting myself. So I emailed him back. I said, dress socks. I could do some dirty dress socks for $300. And he uh, emailed me back $300 with a bunch of exclamation points. That's a lot of money for some dirty dress socks. What's that? But, you know, don't, doesn't, isn't that strange, like, that there's, like, a difference? Like, it's still a dirty piece of your clothing. Like, what's the difference? I guess it didn't touch your nuts or whatever or your dick? Well, yeah, I would, I would assume if you were a fan, <laughs> you'd want ball sweat over foot sweat. The, uh, the price uh, goes up depending on the, uh, the yeah, area. Yeah, you're paying at least $200 more for ball sweat than foot sweat. Are you kidding me? Interesting. Uh, interesting. You know, I was been talking about this with Amber. Like, I can't see. Do you think a man would pay money to have, like, Connor Lex's dirty underwear? Yes, weird guys. Yes, there's a lot of weird guys like out there. A, like a thick, creepy guy. Like yeah. a creepy, weird guy. The kind of like a sexual offender, like the kind of guy you don't want around your kids type of guy. Yeah, you'd have to be pretty weird to want her dirty underwear. Yeah. And just, just like, have, like, what do you do? Like, show people, like, hey, like Carmen Electra's vagina sweated in his underwear. And it's just weird. Um, so anyway, um, I told him, like, look, you want my dirty socks? Three hundred dollars. And so then the guy said, can you please do two hundred dollars? I said, fine, I'll do the socks for $200. He said, can I have two pairs? I said, yeah. He's really fucking, he's yeah. pushing hard. He's negotiating, bartering. Yeah, but I, I, I got to be honest with you. I felt like I did a pretty good job as far as wheeling and dealing goes for dirty socks. I mean, $200, I think, is pretty respectable. So I said to him, I said, yeah, I suppose I could get you two pairs. And then this is what I thought was really interesting. He emailed me back saying, could you, could you make them as smelly as possible? And send them in a Ziploc bag so the smell gets trapped inside. Mm. Well, if you're going to pay $200 for dirty socks, they better be fucking dirty, right? Yeah, I suppose. If you're going to pay $200 for dirty socks, they better smell like shit. Wow. They better fucking stink for $200. So, so I was like, yeah, I suppose I'll make them stink. You know, I don't, I'm not really that stinky of a guy. You know, and I'm, I'm not talking out of my ass and lying here and, and, and trying to make myself sound cool by, by not being stinky. But the pressure is on me right now to make these socks smell. So are you um, going to be wearing these two pairs of socks, like, for the rest of the week now, or what? I mean, I know you like to give well, people you know, their what I think I'm, I'm going to do is just have Amber wear them, because she's pretty stinky. <laughs> really? No, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. I don't You're want gonna, to wear them. If she hears that, she's, she's not going to She's actually smells delicious at all times. <laughs> Um, so really what you're saying here is that PJ Braun has entered the dirty garment clothing business is what you're well, saying. Well, not yet. I told him I want money in my PayPal first. Right. 
or any thoughts get soiled, right. there will be money in my PayPal. And if I do not get the money in my PayPal, he, he asked me, can you please wait till Saturday because Friday is payday. Um, so today, today he's getting paid. I'm expecting some money in my PayPal tomorrow to start the new year out right with some dirty socks mailed in the Ziploc bag. I'm going to be honest. I, I think that if this works out for you, I think then you get $200 for these two pairs of dirty socks. I think that you need to like explore this further and you need to make an announcement on the show that you're it's not obviously it can't be attached to PJ Braun Fitness which is your very professional uh company name. Yes. Maybe you can be like mm-hmm. Braun's dirty dirty undies. Dot com yeah, something. I'm just doing it for the comedy. I'm not hurting for money where I need $200 for some dirty socks. But I kind of want to just tell everybody on Thanksgiving next year when I'm looking at my family, I want to be like, hey, I want to tell you guys right now before we see grace and eat the stuffing and delicious turkey that I was able to make $200 off of some dirty-ass socks. Like, I really accomplished something. I feel like that's an accomplishment, PJ. And you know what? I, I feel like Donald Trump would respect the shit out of me for that. $200, PJ. Could be the only the the very ice tip of this I, huge iceberg that's just under the surface here. So maybe it's something you ought to consider. I mean, um, I, I would be very interested. I mean, hey, here's something, PJ. You have you just started. I suggested to you to open up your subscribers on Facebook, and within just a, what I don't know a few weeks. I don't know exactly how long it's been, but not a short period of time. You went from obviously zero subscribers. To something near like sixteen or seventeen thousand. I'm actually looking at my Facebook right now. I need you to explain this to me because you, you keep on telling me how impressive this it's number is, and I don't really understand it. Yeah. But I have sixteen thousand ninety-seven subscribers. Now explain to me what that means. Okay, so uh, in the past, a no, you had a limit of five thousand friends. To so everyone knows, you have one thousand one hundred and eight subscribers. So. So I have 16 times more subscribers than you do. Uh, now, if this is if we're measuring coolness as far as subscribers go, uh, as we have done in the past with Twitter, I would be kicking your ass in the coolness department. I think t- the true judge is more Twitter because then the people are interested in seeing what you have to say, whereas they just want to look at your okay. your pictures and probably jerk off to them. The gay guys, I mean. <laughs> that is okay. Understood. Okay, so what what it means is in the past you had to obviously you have to accept a friend. You have a limit of 5,000 friends that can be on your page, right? Now, the people yeah. that are not on – they're not on your friends list can either – depending on your privacy levels, some people you can't even – they can't see your page and you can't – so in other words, if – let's say me and you don't know each other and I want to see PJ Braun's page and your page is set to the, the normal level of privacy, unless you accept me as a friend, I can't see your page. So what they did yeah. to fix that was allow you to have a fan page where you can connect to the general public. And instead of accepting people, people can just like you. Now, on your fan page, you have something like 18,000 fans, right? The problem with this is that these people have to log on to your fan page to check it and see what's going on. You know what I mean? So they're not being regularly updated in their news feed like they would if they were your friend. And Now, if your privacy setting is set to open like yours and mine was, yours isn't anymore, mine isn't anymore, but it was opened up to anybody so they could see it, but they couldn't comment or like anything. So what Facebook yeah, okay. did was they said, okay, 5,000 is not enough. If Facebook's been around too long, we've got people on here that have a, a higher level of uh, popularity and we're limiting them by ha- just allowing them to have a fan page, uh, which is relatively pointless. Also, it's tough to manage a fan page if you're having a personal page that you're managing regularly. 
Um, because, you know, let's be honest, the people that are on your real page, those are the, those people, obviously not all 5,000 of them are your friends and family and stuff like that. And business associates. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. you're not able to really reach all of your fans unless you're going to your fan page and regularly updating it, which I can, I know from looking at your fan page, you don't do, you know, most of those people that are posting on there are either me or gay people. Um, so that (laughs) is is right. Yeah. So that's, that's the facts, which makes sense. And I think a lot of people very rarely are people updating their, their fan page as regularly as they update their normal page. Um, so what Facebook did was very smart. They allowed what they call subscribers. So now to see my page or see your page, you can subscribe, which means you're not friends. You didn't accept them. They didn't ask for you to accept them, but they are allowed to see your page. If you turn on your subscribers, um, which you did recently. So when that allows people to subscribe to your page, now they can read and see all of your updates. They'll get your updates in their newsfeed, just like you guys were friends. They're not allowed to comment on your pictures or posts, but they are allowed to like them. That's why you'll notice some of your pictures now have 600 likes on them. Yeah. But only three comments. You might only have one comment. On something, but you'll have five. Why, why do I have so many subscribers, though? Because you got a lot of people that know who you are, or that looked for you, or looked for your pictures. If I type in PJ Braun in Google, the first thing that's going to come up is your Facebook page. Uh-huh. Um, so if you got a uh, a guy like a teenage kid who like wants to get into bodybuilding and they like PJ Braun, to be honest with you, I can't. I haven't found anybody that has even close to the amount of subscribers that I have. Can you? Have you found somebody that has more subscribers? And I want—I kind of want to see like who in, I'm on. In our industry, you mean? You mean in our industry or in the world? Well, I'm sure in the world there's people that fucking blow me away. Sorry, Isaac, but I, I'm talking about like in our industry, people that we know. Um. Okay. Um. Aaron Stern has almost seventy thousand. That is the most Aaron popular. Aaron Stern has seventy thousand. Yeah, that's the most popular of anybody that I've okay, seen. Okay, so she's a lot cooler than I am, is what you're saying. Um, well, you know, her appeal. Yes, is wow, different. I'm actually looking at her page. She has seventy-one thousand subscribers. Yeah, that yeah. is impressive. That's absolutely, absolutely impressive. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, she we, is seventy-seven times cooler than you are. That means because yeah. you only have a thousand. Well, you know, her appeal. Well, as far as Jewish people go, she's kicking your ass with some coolness. Well, yeah, we knew that already. She's and, I, and here I am telling everybody that you're the coolest Jewish guy. Well, well, she's not a Jewish guy, is she? Uh, but as far as Jewish people go, she's kicking your ass. Yeah, well, I happen to know both Aaron and Darielle very well. Both Jews. Darielle uh-huh. kill, kicks her ass easily. I don't care about the numbers. Actually, Darielle... Uh, she beats not, me, too. Not to start anything here, but Darielle has more subscribers than you. And I, I, I would be willing to guess that's just because there's a, probably a healthy amount of guys that want to... Um, Hopefully, uh, get a piece of that if you guys break up. Um, now, PJ, couldn't you say the same thing about yourself, though? Um, that's the reason why you have so many subscribers because guys have a. You want to get uh, there's a, piece a lot of, of you're, you're correct. There's probably a lot of guys out there. Uh, emphasis on guys that are hoping that things don't work out with Amber and I, and that they can sneak their their penises into me, <laughs> into one of your orifices. Yes, but I, you got to get up pretty early in the morning and sneak a penis into this guy, just so everybody knows. <laughs> well, don't say that too much because we're going to – actually, this is going to be a test run for us because this will be the first time you posted a new radio show when you've had subscri- – I don't even uh, – to be honest with you, two weeks ago, I don't remember. You may – I think that I was beating you in subscribers two weeks ago. So this thing has just blown up recently. So um, it will be interesting to see how many more people – listen to the radio show when you post this on your page now that uh yeah 
Now, because I can, you know, I'll see the back end numbers and see how much we jump as a result of you posting, this is my radio show. All you gay guys, I love you. Listen to it. You know what I mean? Something like that. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, um, so we'll see. It, 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 does it make sense to you now? Yes, it makes complete sense to me. I'm glad that you explained that to me now. I still think that why, why didn't they just lift the 5,000 limit just so people can, you know, like screw the subscribing? Why can't they just lift the 5,000 limit? Okay. Well, so here's what I, my, my guess on that is that you don't, they don't want to have everybody comment on all your pictures and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It could get, that could okay. get ridiculous and before. Like it's like YouTube videos. If you see some of the more popular YouTube videos, they'll have like thousands of comments and like 50% of them yeah. are completely ass. Well, the subscribers, when you subscribe, say I subscribe to your page, what am I allowed to do? You can like a picture. That's it. You can see everything. I can only like, I cannot comment. There. Yeah. I there's no dislike, like. which they do have on YouTube. So you'll have idiots. who will be like stupid yeah. video. Fag. Yeah. You know? You know, Steroids. you know, it's funny because I, every, you know, now I understand I'm getting these things on my Facebook. I'm getting like 75 notifications, but it's all just people just liking my pictures. Like it'll be like some dude just like to do my picture, somebody else. So that's where that's coming from. It's coming from the subscribers. Yep. It's coming from the subscribers. Also, uh, imagine if uh, you had to physically accept everyone click the button on yes. For no, every one of those. Dude, forget that. Yeah. I, I actually have, I think 2000. I have the limit. I don't pending, know what I have the limit in mind. Pending friend requests that I, I can't even be bothered with. Like if people are like, oh, you didn't, you didn't request me on Facebook. I'm like, dude, just send me a message, man. I don't even look at that stuff anymore. Yeah, I don't, I don't do it anymore either. Once you reach the limit, you know, the problem with that is, and this is why I don't like. If you weren't my friend by this point, I don't really want you on my Facebook. <laughs> you know? you, um, the problem with it is, is that if you, you can press a button and, and deny everybody all at one time. But the problem with that, and I've done it before when it's filled up like this, is that occasionally you'll you'll you will miss a person's name or you don't look, and you'll accidentally decline somebody who you know or that's into industry yeah. or somebody, yeah. and then they'll email you and be like, "Dude, you fucking declined me." I've seen people in person who will oh, come dude, up and be people like, get mad if you oh, if yeah. you decline them or no, no, if they you, don't like you that. like accidentally didn't accept their friend request. Yeah, exactly. They're like, "Dude, what the fuck? You didn't you didn't sorry, I was like, you didn't accept my friend request on Facebook." <laughs> You're apologizing a lot more than me this show. I got to say. I know. I don't mean to be swaying as much as I am. I'm just so surprised like everybody else knows. I did have a few glasses of wine tonight. It kind of like loosens up the uh, swearage yeah. in my vocabulary. I yeah. also live in Hollywood, which is enough to make people swear, I think, as well. Yeah. Uh, which is also why I do have to drink wine uh, a lot more. Well, since we talked about uh, your your shitty little uh, shithole that you're currently residing in and and uh, is, we can yeah. move on. We can. Oh yeah, sorry, Isaac. We can move on to the nice house in a minute. But let me tell you about my office that I'm in right. Now. So you're staying in the opposite of what I'm staying right now. So I, I think you should do some bragging. So so let's let's hear some bragging. All right. So I'm I'm pretty excited. We've been like, you know, we started to really develop. We have been gone. Uh, me and Daryl have been gone traveling almost every weekend, with the exception of a few weekends off and on throughout the throughout the time that I've been in Tampa. And then I really work, in all honesty, I really work from Sunday straight through till Sunday to Wednesday or so. And by the end of, by Thursday morning, usually, other than this show now, I'm pretty much done with the stuff that's required of me. You know what I mean? Everything else I do is is, is good and it's a bonus, but I'm pretty much done. So by Thursday, if I'm leaving Thursday night or Friday morning, then it really gives me no time to try to settle the house. But Recently, we've been going out and buying furniture and trying. We bought an extra bed for the guest bedroom, which hopefully soon you and Amber will be coming down here to check out. 
Um, oh, definitely. Yeah, we got a guest bedroom. We set up the whole bedroom. We, we, we definitely want to come come visit Tampa. Good, you'll love it. Uh, we got artwork, and um, I ordered posters. You know, I wanted to make it like an office. Like, I mean, obviously, if you were in bridge building, you'd have pictures of bridges and models of bridges and shit like that, probably. So for me, I wanted to get cool like bodybuilding posters and kind of memorabilia and stuff like that. And so the first uh, few items I purchased were uh, posters. And one of them that I got, the one that I liked the most, I was most looking forward to, the Arnold poster. You know, George Butler, Arnold poster. You know, with his arms out on stage at the 74 Olympia. Do you remember that poster? Of course I do. That's that's actually, um, and I'm not making this up, uh, Amber is a very big bodybuilding fan. That's actually her favorite bodybuilding picture. Well, I got that huge version of that. Um, and How I got, big did you get it? It's like, I'm looking at it right now, um, maybe like 30 inches by 40 inches. Wow, that's big. So yeah, it's big. for anybody that doesn't know, it's a, it's a very uh, classic, famous shot. You can see all the people in the crowd in the background. It's, yeah. In it's really, Madison Square Garden, yeah. It's, it's there's like, actually nothing comparable to that in today's bodybuilding world to that picture. No, no. And um, yeah. and Arnold, Arnold looks crazy freaky in it. It's the, one of the better pictures. Yeah, he's got a big ever. split across his chest, and he's just holding his arms out, but he just looked amazing. Um, and I got that professionally framed. Dariel was kind of mad at me because I spent a hundred and uh, it was a hundred and twenty something dollars to get it professionally framed and done really nice. I you know what? I don't think $120 is a lot of money to have something professionally framed like that. Um, she felt like she could have done it for a lot cheaper, but I mean, it looks so good. She could have done it, it herself. Like, yeah, she's artsy fartsy, but you know, like this yeah. is like, professional. And why go through the trouble, you know? Yeah. Just pay to have somebody do it. Um, well, she likes to, the other posters she's made me promise that I wouldn't pay this kind of money to get them done. I got a, a black and white of Dorian, the, uh, you know, the Kevin Horton 93 uh, photo shoot he did with with Kevin Horton. Oh, with the black, with the, uh, the black Sox photos. Yeah, yeah, I got one of those. A big one those of those. Are, those are great shots. I, I love got, those shots of Dorian. I got a classic one of Ronnie on stage at the 2001 Olympia. Um, and I got one other. I got a Kai Green one, but I can't remember what. No PG Ron. You didn't get a PG Ron poster. <laughs> Actually, people were saying people were telling me like, you know, get a Jay Cutler poster or. Uh, get a this poster, get that poster. And I really, I almost felt weird buying a Kai Green poster because I'm like, kind of like, you know, like I, I know the guy and it's like, you know, it feels weird to be buying any kind of poster of somebody that you like interact with or, or know personally to buy a poster and put them on your wall. Like I would love, Jay yeah. Cutler is great and I would love to have a Jay Cutler poster, but I don't think, I felt weird to buy, there's actually a really cool one that I liked. And if I could get him to like write something personal on it or, or something like that, then yeah. I, would, I would do it, but like just to have a random poster, it felt like kind of weird, like weird. Yeah, you know? I could do that. I mean, I guess, but I think once my office is ready, that I, I'm going to put a poster of you, uh, not the bodybuilder version of you. I want the men's physique uh, version of you in a poster. I, you know what? I may, I may, as maybe your next. By the way, I haven't received my Christmas present yet, but um, it's coming. I, I sent PJ a wonderful Christmas present. Uh, well, I don't you think we should say what it is because we have to do a video with it, but a, a prop, a future prop that you all will be seeing. Yes, probably. you were very, uh, you were very generous with your Christmas gifts. Thank you. Yes, I know. I didn't buy Dave Plumbo one because he said he will not be buying anybody else's Christmas presents. So I, uh, even though I had one picked out for him, I had some really cool. I love ones. how Dave puts that out there like that. He's like, I will not be buying you a Christmas present. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> um, I will not be buying you any presents for Christmas. Don't bother getting <laughs> me. Either. He won't be buying anybody presents for Christmas. He said, not just me. 
Um, what about Nola? Did he get Nola something for Christmas? He had to get Nola something. I would, I would imagine. I can only imagine. Couple, that. Jug, couple, couple jugs of uh, vanilla peanut butter ice flies, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Merry don't Christmas. Know. He uh, he may have bought her some grounding pads. He's very into grounding. Oh, that's <laughs> no, a good present to have, though. You need to be grounded, Marnola. <laughs> yeah, he should keep her grounded. He needs to. That's that's a uh, that's a great present. If I was Nola, I would. <laughs> yeah, do that. Aren't those pretty expensive too? They are expensive. They are expensive. It's a few hundred bucks, few hundred dollars. Dave is fuck. You know, I stayed in a room with who was that? Where he was like insistent on getting this thing plugged in you plug it into the wall by the way you plug it into the wall that bottom when you have the three plugs the bottom plug at the bottom not the two on the, the two normal ones the bottom on the bottom is actually a grounding plug and it grounds yes. the uh the electrical whatever you're plugging into it it grounds it so it won't have any problems so dave has to plug in his grounding things whatever the whatever pads or blankets he uses they have to be plugged into the bottom thing and it just so happened that the bed at this place i think it was like it was one of the shows in Florida, I think. I don't remember. But the the bed was in a, such a way that – because the plug is long to this thing. He couldn't get the, the plug in. And he was working on it and working on it and sweating and cursing. And finally, I saw him doing it for so long. I was like, look, let me try. So I tried. I couldn't get it done. And he's like, I got I to gotta, I gotta do it. So he's like, I got to be grounded. And I'm like oh, – He has fuck. to be grounded. I was like, fuck, Dave, you're gonna, we're going to have to actually flip the whole bed over again. He's like, oh, let's do it. Let's, go, let's do it. And so he ended up having to pull the bed away and flip it out to get his grounding pad plugged in. So he is dead serious about this grounding. He is so into it. You know what? I I, I want to. I think I should get these for my girlfriend because she's like a hippie and she's into all that kind of stuff. And I think she would really like to be grounded. I actually, Dave, actually let me take a break from video editing because I was like, Dave, I want to go down to the beach and walk on the beach because you know it's, it'll it'll ground me because I never get, touch my feet to the to the beach. And the and that's what she likes to do. She goes to the beach. To be grounded. And she feels ground. She feels grounded, like when she's at the beach, or or she likes to go like bouldering and like go up into the mountains, and she feels more you grounded. Wear like, shoes, no, or you like, can't wear shoes, or you're not grounded. No, she goes barefoot. She goes barefoot. Oh, wow. approve that. I actually got a break. He I said he's grounded like, with shoes on. I, I, it was genius. I was like, Dave, I need to go. I feel like I need to get grounded. You know, I never get to go to the beach like this. He's like, okay, take ten minutes to go out, and get grounded, come right back and edit video. <laughs> <laughs> So wow, that's amazing uh, that Dave is that into the grounding that he actually told you that he that you could go to the beach for ten minutes to get grounded and take a break from editing videos because Dave never lets you take a break from editing videos. No, not if he's it, it, the thing, the rule the rule of thumb is that if he's working, then I should be working. And Dave is he's got to be one of the um, I, I want to say hardest working, but it's more than that. It's like obsessively hardest working guys that I've ever met. So if you're with Dave and you're working for Dave, you are working. There's no, there's no two ways about, it. you know, even if oh, you're yeah. not even working for Dave, you're working. Oh yeah. I mean, I've, I've been at shows where I was, you know, paid my own way out there. I was doing stuff with clients and, and Dave saw that I was there. And uh, next thing I know, I'm doing 20 hours of uh, contest coverage, which I actually, uh, kind of enjoy doing anyway but it is not an easy task by no. any means people think people think hard work like doing the play-by-play or being in the front row of a show they're like wow that sounds so great I'm like yeah you come do it <laughs> yeah it's cool at the olympia it's awesome but the shorter doing, the show the shorter the show the cooler it yeah, is yeah when you do a team universe and there's 700 people it's hard as hell oh you me and you did the connecticut um the connect i guess you won't be doing that one with me this year because i'm going to that again the Connecticut Europa, uh, um, because the USA's are on the same weekend, and they are again this this year too. That that sucks. I guess it'll uh, it'll be uh, I guess me and Darielle or something because you can't go. Um, 
anyway, so um, the at that show it was great because it's like what what was it like um, was it it was like three divisions and like it was like thirty three, athletes, three divisions, forty athletes. It was probably yeah, it was small. It was great. It was fun. We had yeah, a fun we had time. a fun time. It was not hectic. You know, it was pretty easy to do. It was pretty relaxed. You take that and multiply it by twenty, and now you've got a clusterfuck. Um. Yeah, I, I don't even know how to really explain like how like what it is, what you actually do, what we do. But you, you sit in a chair for seven hours, and this is not exaggerating. Uh, typing and watching fast, nonstop. So although you're not moving, uh, your your brain gets physically taxed because you're watching competitor after competitor after competitor, and you, you just get, you know, everybody looks the same after a while. You need to see their number, match their name on the sheet, you know, that is next to you. It's not, it's not ever it's organized. Not, you, you must be thinking at all times. You can't, like, just blah out and type. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. Um, so it is, it is a, truly a, a, a tough task to be doing that. Uh, but um, we're kind of getting carried away. Yeah, with the whole yeah. We're going to end in a minute. But before we end, let me tell you about the seat that I'm sitting in right now. It's pretty fantastic, PJ. So uh, that's my next, my next purchase after the posters. The posters just well, – the first one just got here and I just got it framed or whatever. It takes a few days apparently to get a poster professionally framed. But I got a chair and uh, – you know, Darielle manages the money, uh, which is a good thing because yeah. I have the tendency. Darielle to, manages the money. Okay. Yeah, I get a tendency to um, spend impulsively, and uh, big I don't know if you spender. Know. And, and I'm, I'm really, and I, I'm, I'm a big spender, um, to the sense that I don't have a lot of money to spend. So sometimes I do things impulsively, like you know, I might see a, for example, a chair like this or something. And I'm like, ah, I need that. And I'll, I'll buy it, and then I'll deal with the repercussions later. Luckily, I'm never like – it's not like I'm not being able to pay rent or pay the bills, but I'm not I'm not saving a whole lot of money until I met Darielle, you know? Um, so now she kind of manages it, which is kind of weird. It's like asking mom for my own money. But um, she actually liked the chair so much that she gave me the thumbs up to spend the money on the office chair. And uh, because I use it so much too. That's where I work. But this chair is badass, PJ. It's extremely comfortable. It's so comfortable, like the plane, like first class. I don't even want to get up away from the computer. And I need to send you the, um, the model number and name, um, and you can go purchase this thing because I know how much you said at your computer desk. Yeah, send it to me. I actually do have um, it's in storage right now. A very comfortable uh, computer chair, recliner. It's great. Uh, but I am very interested in this one that you're talking about. So send me the, the link. For this that. is the most comfortable one that I've ever used. And the reason for that is, is that most chairs, you get a lot of good office chairs that are very comfortable when you're sitting back, when you're reclining. But when yeah. you're sitting straight up typing, it's a different story. This chair mm-hmm. is made for somebody who is working, who is typing and is sitting upright. Um, so like as I'm sitting here talking into the microphone, it's still supporting my lower back and kind of like hugging me. So uh, that's, that's what's good about it. Gotcha. That's my review of the chairs for the, I like that. I'm, I'm interested in seeing that. Yeah. I'll have to send that to you. I don't, you know, I would, I would tell you the name of it on the air cause people are probably wondering now. Um, I guess I'll put a picture on our, on our, uh, on our thread. If people remind me, if I don't remember, I'll put a picture and I'll put the YouTube video of PJ's, uh, Hades apartment. Uh, before we go, let's leave on a positive note. Tell us about the house you're moving into in the next few days. We've got a beautiful place. 
uh, in San Clemente, which is uh, at the halfway point between San Diego and L.A. And it's very, very similar to San Diego. It's, it's, a, it's without a doubt, got to be one of the most beautiful places in California. Uh, it's a quiet, more like a, you know, kind of like a beach town. Um, I, would, I would guess, like, if you were judging a book by its cover, it's a little bit wealthier town, but we got a fantastic price on a condo, a two-bedroom, uh, you know, beautiful pool it has at the, at the condo. Two pools, actually, a spa. It's got, a, it's got an open-air fitness center, which is pretty cool, um, you know, for, for your morning cardio sessions. Um, I'm really, really excited to get in there. We'll be getting in there. You know, the lease is signed. Everything's all set with that. So, uh, you know, we'll be moving, uh, celebrating the new year, moving into that place. Um, I'm very, very excited for that. You've got to be very excited. This, this is, uh, as much as you've been hating the place that you're at, for, for good reason, if you see the video, um, this has got to be like a, a side. I mean, I know you're. It, it was a huge relief to know that you guys got approved for the place because you never know. When me and Darielle uh, applied for this house, they don't really tell you exactly what they're looking for. So it's like yeah. my credit is not great, you know? And so I was wondering, it's not horrible, but it's not great. So I was wondering like, uh-oh, is there a chance that I may fuck this up, on, you know, or I don't know how they judged it. So I felt a little mm-hmm. apprehensive. I don't know about you, but I felt apprehensive that there's a shot, a chance that I might not get approved for the house. Um, I, I, I actually wasn't nervous that I would be. Um, I think Amber was a little bit nervous. Um, but um, I, I don't have uh, bad credit. I don't have great credit by any means, but uh, my credit is, is good. Um, I, I don't really use uh, credit cards a lot, but I have a pre- I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty good history as far as like paying bills on time. And everything You're going to start now that we've talked about it, right? You're going to start trying. Yeah, to- yes, I actually uh, I am going to start building more credit. So, so, um, but everything was good. Everything passed. So, you know, nothing to worry about there. Good. Well, very good. I'm excited to see it. So, I guess the next video we can look forward to next week or whenever we do the next show is the video of you showing the new place to us, huh? Yeah, that will be the next video that you see. Will I, I know we're that. wrapping we're wrapping things up here, yeah. but I just usually at the end of the show, uh, you are the one who is uh, smart enough, or or you know, uh, the one that's usually a little more forward about you know any plugs or thanks that we want to give, and you're usually the one that says you know Peter Brown's training services. I actually am, am overwhelmed and want to say thank you to all of my current clients, all the current Braun Fitness clients that took the time today to uh, post um, about my new Braun Fitness uh, Facebook page. I, I actually didn't ask anybody yet. I'm, I'm going to start asking uh, my clients to help uh, push the business a little bit. But uh, on my wall today, you you actually went and did it. Thank you, Darielle, went and did it. Uh, but let's see. I'm actually looking at my wall right now. One, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, six, seven, actually, wow, seven different clients of mine um, took the time to paste on their walls about the new Braun Fitness Facebook page. The Braun Fitness Facebook page is going to be completely different uh, than my TJ Braun Facebook page. I don't want to have anything to do with the Braun Fitness Facebook page as far as bodybuilding from me goes. It is a, a strictly a business Facebook page, and I want it to be an outlet for my clients to speak to other clients of mine. Uh, and, and make friends and make connections. And I also wanted to be for uh, new possible clients to check things out and they can speak to other clients on there. And I know I have some clients that will be very active 
uh, with communicating with other people. Uh, one of my clients, Garrett Elias, uh, has gotten an overwhelming uh, amount of new business because of his uh, his weight loss before and after that is on there. He lost 100 pounds. He, he didn't want to bodybuild, uh, but he is now very into bodybuilding. He looks he totally he looks totally different, totally transformed. He, he looks like a, a new human being. So if anybody wants to go check out uh, Garrett Elias on the Bronze Fitness Facebook page, I, currently, I encourage you to do that. Very cool, very cool, and uh, and that thing is taking off like uh, in light speed. You guys already have uh, hundreds of fans on there, and uh, I'm sure more and more people are going to come to that. So, I guess you know what we'll do, PJ. If you remember, we'll put that in the thread also for this week's uh, Access Bodybuilding on the forums on RxMuscle.com. Uh, in case people do want to reach PJ for contest prep, I know that is your main business, your main source of income right now, and if people. Uh, PJ, if they, how about this? Because I know your sale ends. People, your sale ends January first, which is really in two days from right now. Mm-hmm. It's really, really one day from right now, as it's twenty-four hours basically. Yeah. And there's no guarantee that Jeff, the producer, will have this show up immediately. If I put, if I send it to him now, I don't know what his plans are for tomorrow, being Saturday. So there's a shot that this won't be up until Monday. If they email you at brawnfitness at yahoo.com and tell you they just heard on Iron Empire Radio. Will you offer them the same prices as long as they mention it on this show? Yes, I will. I will within honor. one week. Within one week. I, I, within one week. Yes. Until the next show, which will be a surprise when we put it up, uh, <laughs> I will honor it until then. Yes. So you can get PJ Braun's current prices when you're hearing this, which are sign- ridiculously low, too low, and that's why he's raising them January first. So hit him up, BraunFitness at yahoo.com. Uh, you want to you want to be the best, train with the best, right, PJ? Yes, and um, I, I don't want people to think that this is a specific contest prep only page because it is not. I do everything weight loss. I do uh, muscle building plans. I do uh, some people want supplement advice only. Some people want workout advice only. Some people want diet advice only. I do it all. So there's no discrimination. Um, I, I actually um, lately uh, have been doing more just, just regular people that just want to get in decent shape, that they have no desire to compete. Um, you know, but I, I, I will work. I enjoy working with anybody, um, as long as they want to listen. Um, so, you know, I don't want people to think that, oh, I don't compete. So I wouldn't have, uh, well, I wouldn't have any use with me. Um, I, I would love to work with as many people as possible. And that's why we're talking about this right now. Um, all right. And, uh, like I said, if you want to shout out on the next show, whenever we have it, you can follow either PJ or I and PJ's Braun Fitness. I'm Aaron Singerman, and that's all, both of those are one word, and you just go to twitter.com backslash Aaron Singerman or backslash Braun Fitness. Follow us and mention us with the at sign and put our names and say you want a shout out on the next radio show, and we will give you a shout out and mention your name at the opening or the closing of the show, or maybe before the commercials, who knows? We haven't done it yet, so... Um, and if you want to send us feedback, obviously you've got PJ's address, BraunFitness at Yahoo.com. Mine is Jubaka, B-A-C-C-A at RxMuscle.com. And that is this week's show, PJ. That was a good one. I thought this was one of the better ones in a while, actually. Yeah, well, it's the best one in two weeks, at least. Yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> well, PJ, till next week or next time, this was Iron Empire Radio signing out with one more tune picked by us for PJ Braun. Bye, guys. Bye, PJ.